This is Good Better Broker, a podcast from UWM. Creating a memorable client experience means separating yourself from the competition. What are you doing that makes you stand out to your borrowers and realtor partners? In this episode, we sit down with an Arizona mortgage broker who is always thinking of ways she can go beyond what's expected. Episode 63 of Good Better Broker is coming up. This information is provided to mortgage professionals only and is not intended for or authorized for consumer distribution. The views expressed by guests are their own and do not necessarily represent the views of United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast series do not constitute legal or other professional advice or endorsements of any kind. Welcome back to Good Better Broker as we bring in Lauren Fisco. She is a mortgage broker with AZ Mortgage Group based in Scottsdale, Arizona. Lauren, welcome. Hi, hi there. How are you? I'm doing great. It is great to have you here with us and a little bit about you. Five years in the business now. You do not come from a mortgage background. You come from a fitness background. You used to be a uh, a fitness instructor and and now you are in a personal trainer. Yeah. And now you're helping people with their mortgages. I am. I am. I love it. It's very, very similar. Very similar journey for people as they navigate getting to their goal. In what ways do you find it to be most similar, that correlation between doing mortgages and then helping people with their fitness goals? So I find that when I was in fitness, people had injuries. It might have been a knee or a shoulder, and they still had that goal of getting to the outcome. And lots of people still have that with, you know, mortgages. Maybe it's a divorce or a credit injury or uh, saving for a down payment or whatever. And my job is to kind of help them navigate around it, give them a roadmap to get there. And and it's just, it's really fulfilling. No, it's great. Fun. It's great to hear and, and that you're, you know, transferring skills from your, your prior career into what it is you're doing now. And uh, a big thing that you focus on, Lauren, um, is really trying to impress your clients. And in your own words, uh, giving them a wow client experience. Mm. So tell us, what is your definition of that wow client experience? Where it's memorable and they want to tell all their friends, not just about us, but their agent. I'm completely referral-based, so I want to make sure that the agent understands that they're our client as well. So we we try to wow both, or everyone really. Um, And it's really paying attention to the details, listening to their concerns, um, and staying ahead of, of maybe what anticipating what they might ask us. So if we can beat them to that answer before they ask the question, they feel, I think, more calm and and cared for, really. You know, in, in reading up about you uh, before this interview, I was on your LinkedIn, and you go into great detail about the lengths that you go to in helping your borrowers find a home. Not just get the mortgage, but oh, find yeah. a home. Walk us through that. So... Um, I call every listing agent. Uh, on, when the offer goes through, I ask my agents to either copy me on the email or send me, shoot me a text. And I call and I let them know I'm not a call center, which I think is a really big deal. Um, and that, you know, obviously we have UWM, we can close things very quickly. Um, we pre-underwrite everything. Sometimes we'll get a, a TBD um, just trying to get every shred of paper so that the client doesn't have to panic. Nobody wants to be told, oh, you need another piece of paper after contract. So um, we really try to go above and beyond to make sure people are very, very 
I think the best word is calm because I think people get really nervous. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, this is a stressful business, let's mm-hmm. be honest, especially, you know, if it's a first-time home buyer and, and you look at, you know, the market and say there's somebody who wants nothing more than to finally find that dream home and, and maybe Lauren it's a client of yours and they've had multiple offers get yeah. rejected, they keep missing out. I mean, I mean from your perspective, you know, what does that do to your mindset when you're working with somebody who who's in that position? I want to show them all of the ways that um it's not about the rate, really. Um, if they're in multiple offers, it, it has nothing to do with the rate, really. It's it's more, let me show you if you offer it a little more. We have tools, some of them from UWM. Uh, I think House Canary also use Mortgage Coach a lot um, to show tr- the true cost and how that property might appreciate in a year. So the 10000 or so that they put in now is really going to benefit them because they'll They'll get the house, they'll be happy, and they can stop the shopping, because <laughs> I don't know that they like to house shunt very much. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's very time-consuming, Let, mm-hmm. let's be honest, for anybody who's done it before. Uh, let's talk about the seller's agents. Um, yeah. What is your strategy when, when it comes to them, and why has that been successful for you? Um, I've got some of my best agents that w- were the listing agent or the seller's agent on the other side. Um, I... But besides calling them, we also, uh, I have a video that I, in my CRM that automatically goes out that says, hopefully they're not watching this, that says, um, you know, thanks for your contract. We're excited to work with you, but it's a video. And I think that is a big deal. I think when someone can see your face and you're excited, they, it's, the transaction is much more smooth. Um, and then I just follow up. It's all in the follow up. How did you figure out that video was going to be an impactful tool for you? Back to fitness. So the videos in fitness, people watch them all the time. The, as an instructor, um, I used to make videos for people that would, I, in from Arizona, so the snowbirds, they would leave and I would make videos. And it always kind of kept people closer, you know, a little more of a connection. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- there's a story you have, and I want you to share with our listeners of of a client that you helped beat out a cash offer. Yes, yes, it was with that mortgage coach, and we showed how, if I can remember, it was fifteen or twenty thousand dollars more. Called the listing agent, said you know that we checked all the boxes, everything's great. Um, the cash offer was a little bit lower. But they wanted, they went with the, our client because it was more and the client got exactly what they wanted, plus a concession. So it all kind of worked out for everybody, really. You, I mean, you talk about a wild client experience. Mm-hmm. doesn't get much better than that, yeah, right? it was fun. It was, that was a fun one. You're, you're also big, Lauren, on communication with clients and, you know, Everyone wants to be in the loop. You know, we know the transparency is huge in this business, but how do you approach communication with your clients in terms of finding the right balance between not enough and too much? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I find that while every client is unique and very specific, they all have similar fears and concerns. So we try to anticipate that question and give... You know, when you're driving in a car, if I gave you directions to go to Italy all at once, you'd be completely overwhelmed and, and not feel safe. But Google gives you one step at a time. So we try to 
bring people along just one step at a time and it seems to seems to work do you try to feel that out early on when you're talking to a client you know how how much communication is going to be enough for them you know yes there are some that need more um but in i think i over communicate to be honest i really do i think i probably spend a lot of time explaining and some i think most people enjoy that some you can tell don't so we probably missed the mark a couple times but i'd rather err on that side than the other okay uh we often hear the expression you know not just in this business but in life words matter mm. how does that apply to the conversations you have with your clients oh 100 percent, all of the time um just as a quick example, something like, you know, do I have permission to pull or run your credit? We don't say that. We say review your credit, which I think has a different connotation. It doesn't feel as harsh or a hit, you know, it'll hit your credit, whatever those words are. Um, we also tend to, uh, or I try to really pay attention to the acronyms that we use in this industry and not use them because I can say DTI or LTV, and people are like, what? Um, the other is listening. So listening to their words, I think, is really important. You learn a lot about someone's uh, emotional state, and it helps me figure out what they can do. That comes from fitness as well. So you, you try to keep it simple, like you mm -hmm. said, uh, lay off those acronyms, which we know there are a lot of them in this business. Right. What, what about your explanations you know and specifically explaining the why behind certain things you are asking for or certain things that are going to happen at the next step of the loan process absolutely i think why is so important um it actually cuts down on the questions if you give them the why so um title um an appraisal um all the, the layers and the steps that lead up to the closing it's important that they know why are we asking for a, an authorization signature to reach out to their employer or, or something. Um, for a lot of people, even if they've had a mortgage before, it's not recent and things change and it's changed even in the short time I've been in, in, in the industry. So I always want the why, so I figure everybody else does too. What does that do, you know, for your trust that you're building with a client? You know, when you approach it from that perspective and, and you're really trying to make sure that they understand mm -hmm. what's going on. Yeah, I feel like that um, that if I can give them knowledge, then they have confidence and agency. And it, because at the end of the day, it's their loan. It's their home. And we're here to facilitate them getting the best financial position that they can have. Um, whether it's at the time of transaction or even as a refi, like these days, rates are high. So it's a lot of explaining on why it's, it's good to do now, maybe with a concession, and then we'll catch them on the, on the refi and make it the way that it, they wanted two years ago or whatever it was. How much <laughs> do, you, do you feel, you know, like you're able to put yourselves into your client's shoes? Because, you know, there was a time in the not too distant past that, and you can tell our listeners this, yeah. uh, you, you didn't know how to spell mortgage as you put oh, it to me. hundred percent. So I, you know, I didn't, um, I didn't even know what a mortgage broker did. All I pictured was pantyhose and a suit and I said, count me out. <laughs> Um, so as long as I could, you know, be myself and then that was something I was really interested in. Um, 
I binge watched YouTube and learned so much from all of these wonderful teachers, really, that are so willing to share everything that they've done. Because let's face it, it's a practice. It's not nobody pops out of the NMLS testing knowing what to do. You just don't. Um, and it, it's scenarios and guidelines. And um, I do a lot of non-QM, which is really fun, in my opinion. Um, so I went that route to try to figure out the hard stuff, because then the easy stuff is easy. Um, but I, I think the more knowledgeable I have become, the more trustworthy in a way, because I have a confidence that I can share that then translates to the client. So. It's so so interesting that you you know you leverage YouTube because of all the resources that are out there and there are so many. Yeah. You know, YouTube might not be the first one that that you think of when oh. it comes to learn learning how to become a, a good loan originator. Right. So so what is your advice for others who might be listening to this and saying to themselves, you know what that that's a great idea, but where should I start? Oh, there are so many great uh, t- search mortgage, and if you can't find any. Send me an email. I'll I'll send them to you. There's, you know, uh, I'm a big mortgage coach fan. Um, so they have a wonderful channel of lots of different strategies on how to, you know, battle high rates, how to um, speak to agents. I mean, across the board. But there's there's a lot of very successful originators that that want to to help and coach with, and it's free. It's nice. Great advice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you're you're keeping things simple. You want to keep yeah. your your clients, your referral partners in the loop. But it, it's not all seriousness. And, and you have a, an expression that <laughs> I do is the following: I put the fun in funding. I do. I do. I think it should be really fun to get a mortgage. But no one ever wakes up and says, "I want a mortgage today." They they go on Zillow or, you know, go house hunting or whatever. Um, so we typically get them after they've already spoken to an agent, even though it should be the other way around. Um, and they're all excited, and we want to keep that excitement without, you know, interrogation really, because it feels, you know, when we're asking questions, well, why does your pay stub say this, or why does your bank statement, or what's that deposit? it can feel like you're under a microscope. So we try to make it a little lighter and a little more fun. Um, it, it just it should be fun. It should be exciting. And, and you just seem to have the demeanor that lends itself to that. No no pun intended when it comes to <laughs> lends itself. But is is that something that comes naturally to you? Is it the same way that you were in your career mm-hmm. as, a, as a fitness instructor? Or, or is that something that you think that can be learned? Both. I think I think it can be learned, um, and yes, it was I'm throwing jokes and um, you know nobody when they're doing push-ups and they don't want to or it, it hurts. Sometimes humor gets you through, you know that last burpee or whatever. Um, and so yeah, it's it's a very similar thing. But I do think people can learn it, and I think if I had to give anybody advice. Um, it's just be yourself because you're probably pretty funny if you're in this business. I mean, most most of the loan officers I know are pretty funny. It might be a dry humor, but they're they're fun. 
Hey, so sometimes you, you have to laugh. It's, it's much better than crying. Uh, yes. As, as we can all probably agree. <laughs> um, yeah. you, you talked earlier about, you know, making sure your clients remember you, and that's a part of that wow experience. So mm-hmm. when you think, you know, back over the last few years and in the time you've been in the business and, and you've been, you know, growing and doing more, mm-hmm. um, w- what are the things that have helped you stand out to those borrowers to make them remember you for future opportunities? Uh, video is a big one, um, for sure. Um Offering assistance post closing is a really big one. Uh, just a, one example: people get junk mail, so you know they opt out stuff is wonderful, but they still get junk mail, and some of it looks very, very serious and official. And so I always, we always call two weeks later and say, "Hey, are you buried under junk mail, or do you need anything?" And so even three months later, six months, ten months later. Um, we try to reach out and say hi without having it be a salesy. Um, so I, I don't even call it a mortgage review. I call it a financial review. As I think of myself as a debt manager, I try to pal up with their financial planner, which is also another source of you know, referrals, um, so that they feel like they have a wealth team kind of around them. And that way, when they're thinking about I mean, I have clients that will even talk to me about um, their taxes. I'm not a CPA, but I like that they're, when they think money, they're thinking, let me call Lauren. Um, so that, you know, anything I can do to kind of wedge myself into the finan- financial picture is typically what I try to do. That's a great way of looking at it, and I'm, and I'm glad that you are position, positioning yourself mm-hmm. uh, in that way. We've talked a lot about the ways that you impress your borrowers, um, but I also want to ask you about your realtor partners, because mm-hmm. you know we, we were talking a couple of minutes ago about putting the fun in funding. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do some fun stuff for your real estate agents, too. I do. I do. I try. Um, so I, I, could, I, I do a monthly uh, mastermind. I, that's one of them. But it's not just me standing up, you know, saying, here's my programs and I have great rates. Because if, if you're close fast, great rates and, or, and communicate and that's all you got, you need, you need something else. That's the bare minimum of what we do. So um, I try to make it valuable. So we've done uh, chat GPT workshops. We've done scripting workshops, which I think is huge. Um, uh, I've had pickleball just for fun because I think when people play sports, again, the fitness, you get to know somebody better and it's more comfortable and it's not even about mortgage. It's just, let me just get to know you. Um, uh, the next one that's coming is axe throwing, believe it or not. Oh, I know. I figure that might be appropriate for some agents that are slow. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But I try to to have fun with them and not make it about, you know, just mortgage and and send me all your loans. And I try to send them whenever I can as well. So it's reciprocal. Um, So I I think you've already covered this, but, you know, to tie this all together, um, I just want to ask you for your advice, you know, and and you mentioned be yourself a couple minutes mm -hmm. ago, but if there are people listening to this who want to, you know, create that wow experience for borrowers, realtors, or, or anybody else in their network? What, what are a few words of wisdom you have for them, Lauren? Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. So obviously be yourself, but sometimes it's when you're in the middle of stuff, you can't really remember who that is because you're just guidelines or your deadlines. Um, I would say write down or think about the the really amazing moments that you have maybe for the last week, whether it's the tiniest phone call and you get this new client or an agent reaches out to say hi or whatever, and focus on those and find, figure out what, hap- what had to happen for that to happen and then do more of that. Well, you have a, a great perspective um, on, on what it is you do, on the business, on the way you approach your relationships. So um, kudos to you, uh, you for all the success you're having and we look forward to much more uh, yes. in the future for you. Lauren Fisco from AZ Mortgage Group. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very grateful. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. And look for another new episode coming your way two weeks from now with more expert advice from independent mortgage brokers around the country. I'm Justin White. We'll see you next time on Good Better Broker.